you ever stumbled across somebody else's journal or diary and wanted so badly to read what secrets were hidden inside? Welcome to. (laughs) (laughs) You knew I was going to say that. No, I didn't. Oh, man. Welcome to. So this is love. (laughs) This is episode 21. (laughs) Episode 21. (laughs) What are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? You're so cute. Anyway, episode 21. You said that already. I did. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we've been looking at the the different stats on online, and it's super cool. People listening, uh, mm-hmm. like half of you are on iTunes, uh, and thirty percent from other. I wonder what that other. Is. I don't know. Is it? Does it? Does it show like if anybody downloads or listens from the website? Yeah. Yeah, it does, but the, and and so the other is something else entirely. Would you mind telling us how you listen to the show if you're not listening from like Stitcher or iTunes or or another podcast thing? Yeah, you can you can drop us a message on Instagram. So this is love podcast, um, or drop us an email. So this is love at yahoo.com. At yahoo.com. Just let us know how it is that you're listening, because we'd yeah, like to know. That's that's interesting to me. Uh, and now, we're going to get into some more journal entries. Mm-hmm. October 23rd, 2007. So, yesterday I spent most of the day figuring out what needs to be said today. It's date night tonight. And last night, we agreed that we definitely need to talk. I, however, was not exactly sure what I needed to or could say to you without offending you or stepping over any boundaries. A friend encouraged me to talk to Pastor Jim. She suggested I make a list of all the questions I had and this morning ask him for some time. There's been a lot on my mind on how to handle my relationship with God and my relationship with you and our courtship. Speaking with Pastor Jim really made me feel so good. He was encouraging about our courtship, gave me a couple of illustrations to express myself. He gave me some advice on how to talk to you, things to watch for and be careful of. It was a great talk. So now I sit here with two hours left before we actually get to talk. Father, help me. I need your attitude, your heart today. 10.30 p.m. So our time together today went very well. For the first time in a very long time, and in any relationship, I was able to express hurt, anger, disappointment, and confusion. Thank you for listening so intently, if you only knew what that means to me. Thank you for allowing me to express myself without feeling afraid to do so. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for your honesty, your sincerity, and your kindness. You are like no other, really, truly. Father, thank you for this man, this man you've placed in my life to help guide me. Thank you so much for Pastor Jim. Please continue to bless him and his family abundantly. Thank you for Aaron. I'm truly blessed. Help us continue to follow your will for our lives and continue to provide us with the tools to grow in our relationship with you and one another. I pray these things in your son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 
October 31st, 2007. Yes, it's been a couple of days again. I've been wanting to write, but I've been so tired. Yesterday was date night. It was a fun night, too. We went to Roadhouse, we watched Sydney White, and then Dairy Queen for a blizzard, where we sat at our table. It's been our table for years now, since you started leading worship for HSM. Tonight, I told you about Omar, my first boyfriend. Today, we had about two hours to come up with a costume. We hung out with the Morenos. I was a kitty, a cute kitty, too. You were a dead biker. Nilda was a doll, and John was a... Um, I think he was a ventriloquist dummy. It was funny. We went to Walmart in our costumes, bought stuff to make pizza, went back to the Morenos, ate pizza, drank punch, and watched Identity. I know, a lot of details, but I figure it'll be nice to look back on someday. Pastor Kenny asked about how we were doing today. I told him that things were going well and that we were learning a lot about each other. It came up because we were talking about how our friends are getting married in San Antonio this weekend. Anyway, tomorrow it's back to the regularly scheduled program. Rehearsal night, Friday night recovery, Saturday small group, which is also rest day, Sunday, church, and back to the grind on Monday. Ooh, this past Monday, we ate dinner together, and that was really nice. It was a surprise, the kind of surprise I enjoy. Tonight was a little difficult for me. You stayed away a lot. I'm sure for a good reason, but I wanted to be close to you, and it made me a little sad that I couldn't be. Father, thank you for the relationships you've given me. Thank you for the love that comes with them. I pray that you would protect our friendships and continue to encourage us to encourage one another in our walks with you. Lord, please help me. Help me hold on to you. Help me trust you totally and completely. I surrender Aaron to you tonight, Lord. Speak to his heart. Show him what you want him to do. Give him supernatural wisdom. Make him sensitive to your spirit. Please continue to guide us, protect us, and help us to live lives pleasing to you. I pray these things in your son Jesus Christ's name. Amen. November 3rd, 2007. I'm sick. My throat hurts, and I have to sing at all three services tomorrow. You also just informed me that you want to talk tomorrow. I can't imagine that it's a conversation I should be excited about, considering it's coming after meeting with your accountability partner for almost three hours. Then, I still have to wait until after nap time, so around six or seven. Apparently, I said I wanted you to tell me in advance about these things. I don't think you heard correctly, but anyway, we'll talk about that later. So that's my worry of the moment. I'm supposed to be able to sleep, though, right? This is what I read tonight. Listen, O daughter, and give ear. Forget your people and your father's house. The king is enthralled by your beauty. Honor him, for he is your lord. When I read that, I couldn't help but think of the life I've been leading as an independent woman. I know that I've entered into this new season in my life, and it's really scary for me. I'm thinking God is saying I need to let go of my independence. When he said, forget your people and your father's house. I don't know. This king that is so enthralled by my beauty. Aaron? God? Both? Father, thank you for the beautiful days. Thank you that you helped me to feel physically better as the day passed. Lord, tomorrow I want to be used by you totally and completely. Help me to love and see those who have hurt me through your eyes and with your heart. I need you. Aaron and I will be talking in the evening. Please prepare my heart for whatever it is he's going to talk to me about. Please help me get through the day. I don't want to worry about it. 
You said not to worry or be anxious about anything, but to pray about everything, and that's exactly what I'm doing. Please give me peace so that I can sleep tonight. I believe you for this courtship, Father. It belongs to you, so I lay it down at your feet, along with Aaron. I surrender him to you. Please continue to protect us and help us guard our hearts. Make us, especially me, willing to be obedient to what you want. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Help me, Jesus. Amen. November 6, 2007. It was a better day today. I'm learning so much about relationships and friendships in this season of my life. Um, I hung out with Audrey tonight. No date night. It was your mom's birthday. I'm so glad you got to spend time with your family. Right now I have a mask on my face. It's irritating my eyes. The things we women do for beauty. I had to wash it off. So things are good right now. Thanksgiving is close. My tias from Houston will be here this weekend and are supposed to call me. Uh, my mom will be in town this weekend as well. The time is just going to fly, and before we know it, it'll be December. That's going too fast. Yesterday, I got the material for your quilt in the mail. I'm so excited. I can't wait to get started on it. Pam Erickson is helping me with it. Father, you know my heart when it comes to this man. Continue to speak to him. Guide him in the direction you want. Speak very clearly to him about me, Lord good and bad. Guide him along in your will. If this, if I am not what you want for him, make that clear and easy. Help me to protect my heart. I don't want it to move along any farther than it is. Protect our relationship, our friendship, Lord. Help us continue to get to know each other on a deeper level. Help me to understand him better and vice versa. This whole relationship is all about you. I lay it down. I surrender it to you. You do what you will. I pray these things in your son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. November 8th, 2007. I'm so tired. It was the longest day ever. Mag team rehearsal was forever. We waited forever at Dairy Queen 2. We hung out with friends, but you were tired. So we left, but we stayed a little longer than we normally do. I could tell you were tired by that look you get in your eyes, besides them being red. And your laugh is different too. Lord, please continue to make me into the woman you've planned for me to be. Guard my mouth from saying stupid things. In Jesus' name, amen. November 10th, 2007. Lying here, running the weekend through my mind. Tomorrow is Sunday. It's going to be a long day too. I didn't commit to going to class 101, but I feel like I should be there. We'll see what happens. Tonight was Fall Fest. It seemed to be a hit. I had a lot of fun. I took pictures of the candy corn cutouts. Cute kids. Aaron got me good with the water hose. I got him back with a nice cold bottle of water. It was fabulous. So much fun. I saw my friend Marisol and JD. I hadn't seen them in a very long time. Marisol is a woman I used to give voice lessons to when I worked for the Music Academy. She's a Christian. Her husband was a pastor of a small Baptist church. Now he's the principal at Coram Deo Academy. I used to cry with her about how badly I wanted to be in a relationship with a godly man and be married. She would pray for me all the time. She's pregnant with kiddo number six, all boys. It was cool to tell her about you. No, no major details, but she said, see, I told you God had someone for you. Our friend Lorenzo also came up to me tonight and asked for you. I told him you would arrive later. 
and then he asked how things were going with us. I told him things were good. He said, yeah. I said, yeah, unless Aaron's not telling me something. And then he said, Leslie, you need to stop thinking that way. And then he walked away. I know that was God speaking to me. It was very cool. I am worthy of good things. I deserve the good things God has placed before me. Jesus loves me. I'm his princess. I'm worthy because he's redeemed me. He has washed my sins away. He's made me a new person. Father, thank you for the significance you've given me. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to die for me. Lord, please continue to protect Aaron and I individually and in our relationship. Help us continue to get to know each other. Protect our hearts and keep our minds pure. Help us focus on you and put you first in all that we do. You're so amazing. I love you so very much. I only want what you want for my life, Lord. Help me be obedient and follow you and your will for my life. I pray these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. All right. Oh my goodness. What? This is forever. What's forever? How long are we in this courtship? 11 months. That's 11 months too long. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You loved it. Uh. All right. So October 23rd kicks off the, the first uh, journal entry. Uh, it was date night and it apparently went really well. Yeah, it was the first date night after my trip to Abilene after Terrible. I came home. Terrible. No good, bad trip. Uh-huh. I remember that conversation with Pastor Jim. He was so encouraging. Yeah. He, you know, I'd never really been, I'd never been in a Christian relationship uh-huh. until I got into a relationship with you. Yes. And I was also learning about being um, submissive. Yes. And allowing you to grow in leadership uh-huh. in our relationship. Submissive is not a terrible word. No, it's not. It's just a weird word to use. Uh-huh. Um, but because I've been independent for so long and been on my own for such a long time. Really independent. Yeah. I don't, I know I didn't like people to tell me what to do or no. how to act <laughs> or how to behave. No. Or, well, not only were you like a firstborn yeah. girl, right? which those tend to be really bossy. Mm-hmm. Um, you also, I mean, your, your parents got divorced really early mm-hmm. and your mom had to work two jobs. Right. So you are there caring for yourself and, and your sister. little sister. Um, so you're the one making these decisions at like the eight age, years old. The age of eight. Yeah. So this is, you're, you're <laughs> eight years old and now you're what? You're tw- 29? No, it's 30 already. Oh, yeah, you were 30 already. I was 30 already, yeah. That is a long time. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't want to, like, when I said I didn't want to overstep boundaries, like, I meant, like, I didn't want to offend you, and I didn't want to seem like I was trying to lead our relationship, yeah. you know? Um, and I didn't, you know, I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say or how I'm supposed to say this. Mm-hmm. I only knew how I was feeling, and I was angry and frustrated and confused. And disappointed. And disappointed. I wrote all those things down. <laughs> and so, who better to talk to it about to it with than a, than a pastor, you yeah. know? Who was also like my father, because he was my, I was his assistant yes. in, in the church office. So, I was grateful that he made time to listen to me, and I wrote down all my questions, and I went in there, which is something that I've been taught to. <laughs> you know, you write down everything, and you go in and you talk. 
you, you know, and ask your questions. And he was just so good. You know, one thing that I remember, and I've taken this with me, and I use it a lot most in most relationships, um, is he told me, because I'm an artist, uh-huh. if I'm dealing with an artist, it's always good to paint a picture for them. Yes. And um, and he he told me, he's like, Leslie, he's like, if you feel lonely, how would you paint that picture? Yeah. And so I, I remember describing him being in a forest surrounded by trees and being in the dark by myself. Uh-huh. He's like, okay, then you paint a picture for someone. And he said for men, especially men who are artists, like that's going to help a lot to be able to express your, your feelings, express your thoughts by painting pictures yeah. with your words. And I was like, oh, okay. So I remember being able to do that. And it was a neat, it was a neat thing to pick up because I, I'm able to do that now uh-huh. in a lot of my relationships and correlate things that they are connected to, you know, like I'm talking about CrossFit. If I'm yeah. talking to somebody who's a CrossFitter, like I can talk about CrossFit and talk about how it applies to our lives with the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. and so it's really neat or food, you know, when we're talking about food or when we're talking yeah. about, you know, we don't have children, but I still get to talk with people about kids. And Yeah. How about like this, uh, um, not terrible thing, but. You know, you've got this, not obstacle, but you have something coming up that mm-hmm. you just think is impossible. And then you can say, well, yesterday's wad was 100 burpees for time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How do you get that? How do you get through that? One, One burpee, burpee at, at a time. time. Because oh, that's all you can do. That sounds terrible. But, you know, like, and if I, like, luckily I wasn't there for that wad. <laughs> because I'm doing that comp training by Built by Bergeron. And he said rest. So you rested. <laughs> so I re- I don't and I don't normally rest on Thursdays, but something kept me from the gym. So, but you know, you think about a hundred burpees. Like it takes me a minute. My first minute, I can do ten burpees. Okay. My second minute, I can do nine, and then it just kind of gets less and less, less per and minute. Less. You know. So, <laughs> and there was a ten minute cap on it. So. I, oh, I thought it was just. You have 100 burpees to do, go. No, it was a 10-minute cap. Oh, wow. Okay. So, if after 10 minutes, let's say you only did 70, well, that was your score or whatever. So, yeah. Got it. I totally thought it was the other way around, <laughs> where you just kind of like, um, did you ever watch, I'm sure you did, the, um, no, why are I going to Oh, yes. Um, Mommy Dears. Mommy Dearest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your favorite movie ever. Uh, no. uh, but Mommy Dearest, where she sits the daughter down at the table because she wouldn't eat the raw steak and they didn't leave. Yeah. And, and that I, happened to me with Brussels sprouts. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I equated it to that word. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not leaving until you complete your 100th burpee. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, but our time yeah. was good. And I remember sitting at Ultimo Taco. Okay. Um, outside in the little round gazebo thing. Yeah. We ordered our tacos. I had my list of things that I needed to say. I could eat a taco right now. No. Um, but I had my I had my list too because he also encouraged me to make a list of things. Yeah. So I wouldn't forget. No. And so I had my little list of things and I talked to you about and you listened to me intently. Yeah. And then, and you heard me out all the way through. And when yeah. I was done, then you explained yourself. Yeah. I'm a good listener mm-hmm. when I'm trying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a good talk. It was a good time. It was like a growing time for us together mm-hmm. because 
you got to express some things that you were feeling, mm-hmm. and I got to deal with it and um, respond. Right. And we, we, we did it in a healthy way, so that was yeah. really cool. Yeah, it was. I think it was one of our first, like, big milestone things in our relationship where... You left me. <laughs> no. All alone. While I was on <laughs> vacation doing nothing. I was resting. You had fun. And I I'm did. glad you had fun. I did, but I rested a lot, too. Yeah. I can look back at the time and, and think, oh, I'm glad you got to do all these things and... Without you. Without me. <laughs> Which is why I'll never go on a mission trip without you. But anyway. Vacation. Nothing without <laughs> me. Uh, and then the next time you journaled was Halloween. Mm-hmm. We we watched Sydney White. Yeah. Was that the one with... Um, what's her name? Yeah, that girl. Uh, and it's Snow White and the Seven Drawers, but she's in college. She's in college. Yeah. yeah. And she has like her dad's hammer yeah. or something. Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes. Amanda yeah. Bynes, yeah. That one... That, I like that movie. It's a cute movie. It was cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a dead biker. Yes. Or uh, a dead motor, motor prospector. I have pictures. I'm going to have to post those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were a kitty cat. Yes. A black little kitty cat. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then you told me about your first boyfriend. I did. I love hearing about them. Well, I thought it was important. He was my very first yeah, boyfriend. It and was he good. really molded it my was good. opinion on relationships, you know? Yeah. I, when I was nineteen, I was when I was nineteen. I you was dating a twenty-five-year-old. Yeah, he was my first boyfriend, and he treated me like a queen. But he also wanted to get married, and I wasn't ready to get married. No, I mean you were nineteen. Yeah, so, so I was like, that makes mm, sense. No, uh, but I don't remember staying away from you that night. Like when you were when you were reading it, um, we watched Identity. We went bought some pizza stuff. We came back. We made pizza. Um, I don't. I don't remember consciously trying not to be next to you. I, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't have any I'm recollection. Sure, I'm sure. Probably towards the end of the night, you were. I don't know. Usually, towards the end of the night, when you would get tired, you would kind of pull away. Oh, okay. And I think it's because you knew, like. You were vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to, like, put my arm around you. Or, well, because... I, and, and then you had to read that a second time. I did. Uh-huh. Aaron forgot to turn the fan off while we were recording. Yeah. So Leslie got, got all almost all the way through her journal entries, and she had to read most of them twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you. <laughs> uh, but... While you were reading that part again, mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about when I dated before mm-hmm. and how when I went out with my friends and had my girlfriend with me or I was with my girlfriend, um, like she would sit in my lap mm-hmm. or, you know, we would like hug and have our arms around each other, just like different stuff like that. And right. this was not that. Right. I mean, for one thing, we're not high school. We're, right. we're not, you know. Kids, we're adults, right. uh, and we're also trying to do this in a different way. Right. Um, so I can see how maybe at the end of the night I would I would pull further away physically, be, so we wouldn't right. be tempted to like be closer. Right. Um, and then we ate dinner on Monday together. You said it was just like I just called you up and I was like, "Hey, we're having dinner." Or I think you said, "Hey, do you want to go to dinner?" And I was like, "Sure." It wasn't like a planned date. It wasn't well, date night. Right. Um. And then November 3rd, you were sick. Yeah. I hate 
being sick. Yeah. It's, I, I just... I don't like when you're sick either. Yeah, thanks. I get three days, everybody. I get three days to die and, and just feel terrible and complain about it. Hey, I pamper you for three days. <laughs> I get you whatever you want. And then after that three-day period, I'm done. Even if I'm still sick, I can't be sick. Right. The only time that that has been different is when you hurt your back. Yeah. And that, and unless you end up in the hospital for longer than three days. Which hasn't happened yet. No. No. We're no. not looking forward to it, but no. it hasn't happened. Um, and so you were sick, and, and you said that I wanted to talk. Yeah. And I very distinctly remember you saying that you wanted advance notice. I don't remember saying that. Because we'd had a conversation once, and you and you were, I don't know, maybe I'm making up in my head. But when you said it, I I thought, yeah, Leslie said that she she wanted to know in advance about something or other, mm-hmm. um, and so that was what I was doing. But you seem to not like that. No. Why? Because then you then you wouldn't even tell me what we were going to talk about. So then I had to like think about it all night. But I would tell you it wasn't bad or that it was good. But you didn't tell me that day. Well, I learned after that. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't even remember what we talked about. Do you? I mean, it must not have been bad. I didn't journal about it. No, so. you didn't. There was no meltdown. There was no, mm-hmm. I hate the world. I know we had a couple conversations like that where you told me, hey, I, I need to talk to you about some things. And then mm-hmm. we would have the conversation. And I'd be like, oh, that's it? That was all? I always thought I was in trouble. You did. You always. Did that I always lot. thought I did something wrong or you were going to break up with me or I was <laughs> I was a bad person. <laughs> like, no, but we also um, mentioned last week about how uh, from the guy's perspective, from the man's perspective, being vulnerable was not new for me. Right. Right. And so whenever something like that came up and for me, it was like, oh, okay, this, this could be a big deal. You were like, oh... That's what you wanted to talk about? Great. Okay, are we going to go have dinner now? <laughs> or there, I know there were times when you would, like, inform me of something. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I already knew that about you. Yeah. Like, I've known that. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, but <laughs> it was for me. Yeah, I know. I remember. Uh, and then the next day you talked about uh, November 6th. It was a better day, and you had a mask on. Yeah. You were talking about how it was itching your eyes or... It were irritating my eyes. And then you had to go, like, take it off. Yeah. You know, masks. I don't think I've done one in a while. No. Is that where, like, you peel the stuff off of your face? Well, some of it peels off and some of it washes off. And you put it on your face and it doesn't go on your eyes. It goes around your eyes. Okay. Around your mouth. And then you put cucumbers on your eyes? No. Because those are the masks that I've seen on TV. Well, not, no. I'll have to do one for you and snap a picture or something. Uh, oh, and then you talk about my quilt. Yes. Man, you were ahead of the game. Yeah, I had to be. Because that was that was going to be a Christmas present. Yes. And uh, I wasn't you, that ahead of the game. It was November. It was November 6th. Yeah. Christmas is December 25th. Okay, so... So you're now. So are you just now noticing that I'm usually ahead of the no, game? No, because I, okay, since we've been married, yeah, and before, yeah, yeah. How many times do I have your gifts like before December hidden in our house, laying under the bed? I've been sleeping on my gifts for weeks, <laughs> and I had no idea. Mm-hmm. But 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 you learn that um, I'm a terrible 
terrible person when it comes to receiving gifts on Christmas. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll you journal about it, so we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then November 8th, the line at Dairy Queen can be really long. I don't understand. Even in the drive-thru, <laughs> it's fast food. All I want is an ice cream cone, and I have to wait there for like thirty minutes. But that's that's what I'm talking about the yeah. the the drive-through line, um, there and that one in particular off of Boca Chica. Yeah, that one takes for oh, that one does take long. But the one that we went to was the one that was on the corner. Oh, of the okay. Price. See, I thought maybe it was the one because there were a couple of times where we were driving, and I remember waiting. A really long time yeah. at that one because it was close to the church. Right. Um, oh, and you, you said that I have a look when I get sleepy. Yeah, it's kind of squinty. And well, of course, you know, your eyes get real red. Uh huh. And you look like you've been smoking a bunch of weed. You know, <laughs> you haven't been. No. Um, super bloodshot. And by the time you're ready for bed, your hair is sticking up because yeah. you've run your hands through it so many times and pulled yeah. it up straight. You look like a little cockatiel. Yeah, I, I pull my hair out, and it's 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 it. It's like a comfort thing, I think, because I it, it. if I'm not like yanking it out, right? But I, You're just like running your hands through and like pulling your hair. You're not yeah. pulling it out per no, se. Just, just like tugging at it. Yeah, but not like jerking it or anything right. like that. Um, and you, there are a lot of times that you have to tell me to stop. Yeah, because I'm like, you're going to be bald. Stop no, pulling I'm out not. your hair. Yeah, there are times when you go like that and you look at it and I'm like, there's hair in your hand. Stop pulling I out your hair. hair. No. Um, and, and we noticed that my nephew, our nephew, yes. Jude, uh, Jude William, William Jude, I don't know what order it comes in, but uh, he has the same, like, he looks like me. When you were little, yeah. And he has the same eyes when yeah. he gets tired, so... And he's he pulls, he, well, he actually pulls on his ear. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it won't be long before he pulls on his hair, yeah. I'm sure. He'll see how, how good that I mean, feels. He already laughs like all of your family. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the, the last journal entry, November 10th, was Fall Fest. Uh-huh. And I got you with the water hose. And I got you with the cold Freezing. Water. Freezing bottle of cold water. Mm-hmm. Where did you get that? Mary Kay. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. Oh, and I love what Lorenzo told you. Mm-hmm. And I wrote it down. Of course you did. Leslie, you need to stop thinking that way. And all I could say was boom. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> boom. Uh, hot. And, and that made you feel better though, right? Yeah. For a little bit at least. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you, you still struggle with that every now and then even even today and then back then for sure um but like i'm sure that was reassuring mm-hmm. to hear right and to feel and so one of the things that as we were as we were getting ready for tonight i thought um something that we should talk about was uh we dated in community yes and this was a great like a, a great example of that yes. um it was it was hard having other people all up in our business, yeah, right. Uh, but we did it, and it made us stronger and willing to bring that idea into our marriage, right? You know, because we got to the point where we we're going to get married. Um, right. Yeah, it definitely helped because you know there are no secrets in our marriage. No, we don't have secrets from people. We're very transparent when we're having trouble or problems, we're having a know. hard day. Other people know. Yeah, 
and we're and and then when it's better we're able to share that experience yeah and you, know? you have you have people who were like who we know that don't want to do that right you know they, they just they don't want anybody up in their business and then you have other people who are okay with it right. and other people who well, seek that out but there's there's a healthy people yeah. being up in your business and then there's a not healthy yeah and we experience both a little bit of both you know and so like but I think that it's very healthy to have people in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it's much like now individually, like, you know, we have accountability partners. Yeah. Um, we have, and for me, I call those people, my big picture people. Yeah. Those people who see everything from aerial view, all the things that I don't see because I only see what's in front of me, Yeah. but they can see it all. And I also call them my truth squad. Mm-hmm. And, and you've have, given them the freedom to tell you things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and permission, and, but even in a healthy situation, when you are in community, I, I still feel like there's a part of you that struggles against it mm-hmm. because a part of you doesn't want to be held accountable. Because when you're held accountable, or when you're not held accountable, that makes room for other things, things that may not be good for the relationship, things that may be selfish. Or come from a selfish place in your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see how that is. Even in a healthy setting, you would feel that tension. Right. Right. Um, which we did yeah. when we were dating. There was um, quite a bit of, oh my gosh, now I have to tell them. Right. Or I don't want to tell them. Or uh, different things. Yeah. And it was good that we were able to do that. Oh, yeah. Right, that we were able to work through it and still be able to, to, to talk about it uh, with them and to work it out between the two of us, knowing that this is our relationship right. and we're the ones in charge of it, mm-hmm. uh, at least you know, doing our best to follow God. And we're going to, to listen to you, to you, other people, the people that we've invited in, mm-hmm. um, but still know that this is something that we have to do also on our own. Right. Inside the community. Right. And I think that people have issues with letting people all up in their business because they don't, they haven't, they haven't figured out how to make those boundaries. Yeah. You know, it's hard. It's hard to set boundaries. <laughs> I was not all about boundaries before then. And I still kind of struggle with that. Uh, my personality, uh, growing up in the family that I grew up in, there were, they, you know, you just kind of. Don't have any boundary lines. Mm. And I talked about early on, uh, or, or a couple of weeks ago, um, my past and having uh, been abused as a child. Mm-hmm. They were like, that decimated any sense of boundary yeah. in my life. So, I was the kid that said, um, whatever. Right. That talked about whatever. That asked whatever because nothing was really off limits right uh and so when we when i was learning how to do all this and we set boundaries for our relationship um that was really one of the first steps for me of dealing with that of being like oh they're like yeah there are lines but i mean (laughs) they're just on the floor they're not gonna stop you from actually (laughs) doing anything yeah And that, but like that was part of of the healthy community aspect. Yeah. No, and I'm definitely grateful for that. I wouldn't take it back. Like if we mm-hmm. went back, 
I wouldn't take it back. Why well, wouldn't want to go back? Well, no, I wouldn't want to go back either. <laughs> but you know, if we had to relive it for some weird reason, no, I like... want to stay married. <laughs> stay married. You know, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take any of it back because yeah. we brought a lot of the things that we learned. Mm-hmm. We still use some of those things today. Yeah. You know, and it just gave us a whole lot more experience. I think a good perspective too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that we could tell other people, like we could, somebody's asking us, hey, you know, what do you think we should do? We can let them know this is a good thing. Right. Or this is not a good thing. Yeah. Or that's healthy or that's not healthy. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because, I mean, you don't, there's no instruction manual for, like, <laughs> dating to get married. Nope. Or or, or dating in, in a way that, that honors I kind of wish there was because then more people might get married and maybe not get divorced too, you know? Um, um, and, and and like we said before, it can be different for everybody, mm-hmm. but there's always a healthy way to do it. And I, I don't I, I really feel like having that community is is a big part of the healthy. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness, that just scared me. Our our dog was asleep and, and she woke up. <laughs> I like the girl. Um, so yeah, I just I, as you were as you were talking and because you were even venting some of your frustration uh, in that time with with you know being in the community with having people yeah. telling you things um, and it was healthy and it was good and sometimes it wasn't but I don't know I still feel like there when you commit to doing it that way. There's going to be some tension, and that oh, the yeah. tension is okay. Yeah, it's all part of the growing, the growth aspect yeah. of it. So. And and I think it comes back to when we end up having that discussion at, in one of the first journal entries tonight, uh, where you talk about your hurt and anger and disappointment and confusion. Um, that tension is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's it's so that you can learn something mm-hmm. because obviously you feel like something's wrong. Right. You know, that's where the feeling of, of anger or the feeling of tension or stress comes from. Um, and then you having to learn how to deal with it. You stress me out. Why? Because I'm talking about this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but isn't that true? Yeah. No, it's totally true. All true. And, true. But, and you were, but you were, you grew a lot in that time. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't the only one who grew up a lot. Um, you were actually also doing a lot of. Growing. growing a lot of mm-hmm. discovering things on your own and and in, as a couple, but mostly on your own, that you brought into our marriage. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So, I don't know. I think it's really cool. I like the... And since we're talking about feelings and growth and all of those things. Yeah. Um. So, I need to ask you to forgive me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last episode, uh-huh. while you were talking, uh-huh. I opened up my can of LaCroix. You did. And I poured it over my big old cup of ice. You did. And uh, and I know that it was distracting. It was. And it was loud. It was. So will you please forgive me for being distracting and loud with my LaCroix? Yes, I forgive you. Thank you. And what about at the end? What about at the end? When you were being distracting and not so loud with your phone. <laughs> 
I don't remember that, so I don't have to apologize no, for it. No, no, you were on Instagram. You were Instagram living. Oh, but that was cool. You know, we got a whole lot of views on that. I'm sure you felt it was cool. <laughs> I did not. I I was really distracted. I was like, I I don't I don't even know what to say. Right when I listened back on the episode, mm-hmm. I was like, oh look, that's when Leslie's on her phone. Yeah, well, I was trying something new. I think maybe a heads up next time. Yes, would be warranted for me. Okay. I think. Yes. I'm such a terrible person. You're not. You're a wonderful <laughs> person. You're superior. And I forgive you. Oh, okay. Even though you didn't ask for forgiveness on that one. Thanks. <laughs> uh, and will you please forgive me for, <laughs> like I said, I went back and I listened to the episode and I cut you off. You did. On one of your journal entries. Yeah. And then I didn't turn the fan off tonight. Yeah, so I had to. <laughs> so you get two strikes, I get two strikes. We're even. We're good. And then we're wiping the slate clean. All right. We get to start all over. I love you. I love you. Before we go, though. Uh-huh. Um, so right now, we're doing the 21 Day Superhero Challenge <sighs> by Emily Schramm. She who must not be named. <laughs> Guys, go check it out. It's super cool. <laughs> I love Emily Schramm. She has a podcast. Uh, called uh, so my whole thing right now is tripod hashtag tripod check it out if you like crossfit if you like uh learning about mobility if you like getting nerdy about nutrition and fitness this is a podcast for you i'm loving it she's hilarious are rolling back roll enough (laughs) it's called m fit radio so check it out look let me just (laughs) interject really quickly (laughs) okay (laughs) This is the second or third challenge that I'm doing with you? Yes, because I've done six. This yeah. is my sixth one. And I can't deny that seeing these challenges through all the way uh-huh. have good and healthy consequences. Uh-huh. Um, and good things come out of it. Yep. I just don't have to like it as we're on it. Oh, okay. And I don't like it. <laughs> uh, because every time, it, the, after the first time, I realized maybe I'm lactose intolerant. Mm-hmm. But that's the whole point. The whole point is to find out, you know, it's an elimination challenge. We yeah. eliminate dairy. We eliminate grains. We eliminate, you know. The, All the things that taste fantastic. No. <laughs> you know, the, the sugar, the refined carbs. Yeah. We're not alcohol drinkers, no. so we don't have to worry about that. But it helps you to find the things that work best for your body. Yeah. And I've never felt better than when Fueling I'm Fueling your body yes. rather than feeding. I've never felt better than when I do these challenges. You know, yeah. you don't feel bloated and gross. No. You know? and, and happy things come from it, too, uh-huh. like our obsession with LaCroix. Right. Um, LaCroix. LaCroix. <laughs> my, my favorite is berry. The berry. Yeah. Uh, and our our deep and abiding love for sweet potato. Yes. And Brussels sprouts with bacon. And yes. Lots of cool different things. Yes. And if you're paleo and you're listening to this, you should check out my website. I just did a... Paleo Recipe Roundup, www.mykitchenisopen.com. That is my food blog. Leslie's food blog. Go check it out, guys. Um, We'll we'll put a link in the show notes for all that. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Don't do it alone. Obviously, this stuff is not meant to be done on your own. Um, 
but I will say that when you do something like this, um, it's I I have it really easy. Uh, and when I say easy, uh, I also mean super cool because <laughs> you love food. Okay. And I told you a long time ago when we first did like the Daniel fast, yes. which was all, kind of like an elimination challenge, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, I told you I'm, I'll be fine eating it as long as it tastes good. Right. Right. And that's been the, the like thing that has seen us through all of these 40 days one time and, <laughs> and these other 21 day challenges and that you've done six of already. Uh-huh. Um, so the food just gets better. The food gets better. I really, and it can I be really, good. I really think that this challenge, the food has been so much better than any of the other yeah. challenges. I mean, we I, had chorizo burgers the we other did. night. That was delicious. They were super good. And tonight we had um, spicy garlic chicken thighs mm, uh, with sweet uh, roasted uh, sweet potatoes yeah. and um, garlic butter zucchini noodles, which will all be up on my website, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Look for the recipe. Um, but yeah, I just, I I have it easy, I think, because you are making this food. And I, and I, it's so. In case you didn't know, we're like super foodies. It's it's so. terrible. I, I have on my own, since Leslie's been doing these challenges, gone to look up a paleo recipe. <laughs> because I'd be home all day. And I was like, oh, I'm going to make dinner. What am I going to make? Uh, lasagna? No. no. <laughs> I'm going to make uh, spaghetti and meatballs? No. no. I'm going to make a paleo? Something paleo. Dinner? Yeah. And a paleo dessert? Yeah. Because I want to? <laughs> Not because you asked me to? I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. You ha- you drank the Kool-Aid a, a long, long time, time ago. ago. Yeah. It's good. It's good. But, Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to episode 21. Yeah. We so appreciate you coming back weekly, daily, whatever it is. <laughs> we know you're listening and we're so excited that you are. Yeah, thank you so much. It, it really, it, it makes us feel good mm-hmm. to know that, that people are listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not alone. And even if, if, if people weren't listening, obviously we would still be doing it. Yeah. I, it's something cool that we enjoy, that we love doing together. Yep. Um, but it makes it that much more special Yep. Right, to know that, that people are listening to us. It's cool. Yeah. So thank you very much. Yes, thank you so much for listening. If you are listening, earlier we said we'd love to know what platform you're listening from. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to drop us an email at so this is love at yahoo.com uh-huh. or leave us a message on Instagram, so this is Facebook. love podcast or Facebook. Um, we'd love to hear how you're listening. Um, if you want to reach us, you can do that too. We would. We always tell you if you want to share your love story with us or how yeah. you knew you were in love, we're all about that. So we've please. heard Cherie's story already. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's we're some looking more coming. for some other friends of ours that yeah. uh, that we really want to sit down and and have a little chat with about their love story. And so yeah. that stuff is going to come out in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, what 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 else we got? That's it. Right? Yeah, we'll be back next week with another episode, episode 22. I can't believe we're in our 20s. <laughs> awesome. Um, so thank you very much for listening, everybody. We hope you have a very good one. Bye.